What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Hadija Toto, and you are listening to Entrance You, the podcast, where we are the deliberate creators of our own realities, united in light during the darkest hour. We foster spaces of love, acceptance, and truth because we know we are one people. Living through different simulations, we define and choose to be our own truths while living in a co-created environment within multidimensional realities. With that being said, we're just curious to see how others create their worlds of knowledge and inspiration so that we may understand and use their experiences to guide our lives to be better. Now, everything we're gonna say, you already know, and you don't have to agree or disagree. It's simply about us actively listening and listening to other experiences experiences within their life. And I am so excited today to introduce to you Sphinx God 7, better known as Brother Raekwon. He is a brother. He is a community activist. He is just phenomenal. And when I saw him, I saw him at a bookstore in Baltimore, Maryland, and I saw him get on the mic and rap. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Not this, not this guy. Usually he's, you know, in his stature and and, and quiet. So it was awesome to see him on the stage. And I, I want to really highlight the work that he does. So before he comes on, I'm just going to show you all something really quick of how I want to introduce him of the work that he does. Yes, sir. Right, right, right. So where can, where can the uh, people follow you on Instagram? What's, what's, what's your Instagram, soldier? One young, one young and two ends underscore. Say it one more time for us. One young and two ends underscore. What time? W-L-C underscore underscore L-O-R-M-O-O-D-A. What time? All right, all right. I'm from Baltimore. Young riders, they not they now here trapping. That's something dope. They being positive. They having fun. What? Why y'all feel like it's important that y'all should get recognized for doing something positive like biking and making and, and putting on for our community? What you think, soldier? Keep you. Keep you like motivated. Mhm. What you say? Keep you out of trouble. How long y'all been biking for? How long y'all been hopping along? Y'all been riders? Five years. Five years? What's your favorite thing about riding? Like what's your favorite, what's your favorite thing? 
Put up for your city. Most definitely. How you feel about it, soldier? What's your favorite thing about rock? So you got Willie? Yep. Alrighty. Wait, do Willie make you feel like y'all free? Like how, how I feel? You know you feel like you're free? Man, I love these soldiers, man. I'm from Baltimore. Young riders, they not they now here trapping. And as you them. see, he's just he's in the community. He's not just talking about it, but he's in it. And that's one of the greatest things that I say about him. So without further ado, I had to let him introduce himself through his work. Here's Mr. Swing Scott, a.k.a. Brother Raekwon. As-salamu alaykum. <laughs> How are you doing? I was, well, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. We, we here. We here. I, I, I want to get straight into it, you know? Yeah, let's get straight into it. Now, mm -hmm. what prompted me was like, you know, I see your social media has so much content and it's valuable mm -hmm. content. And not just that, even your raps, everything you do is valuable. So I know that I noticed that you talk a lot about the culture shift and how great brotherhood, how great it is being uh, like, you know, be a woman being in her feminine energy and men being in their masculine energy. So I just want to get straight into it and ask what. Like, what is the meaning behind your name first? Because Sphinx God Seven, that's that's loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's a good, that's a great question. Um, Sphinx God, the name, it really came from like, it it really came from like being just like uh, in a space where, as though, growing up in the trenches, a lot of brothers, you know, that I grew up with, we knew about like history and slavery things of that nature and then it would be like well we came first and it would stop stop at the pyramids like well we create the pyramids right and it will always be that thing like but we we got enslaved so when i'm when i came with the name space god it's more so a thing like the, being that divine reminder it's not even more so about me it's like that bridging that gap of like you know we come from high civilization we come from high intelligence and you know, the Sphinx, that's what it represents, one of the, you know, great wonders, seven great wonders. And then the God piece is just that force and power that, you know, that's that unhidden truth that we don't speak about, like that unhidden science, like how was that built? Like how can you have a, have a black man from the trenches really been through it and not glorify murder, not glorify killing and really seen it day for day, like not, I'm, you know, someone's paying me to talk about it. So that's like the divine reminder that no matter how bad your situation is when I'm in the trenches, you know, I'm with the brothers. They know they can't get that vibe on me. It's not no bro, but no, you you look in my eye when I'm talking to you, when I'm when I'm shaking your hand, when I'm looking in your face, when I'm, you know, we build it. You know you can't get that on me because I'm not judging and we from it. Like a lot of people know, like, yeah, that's bro, like that's bro. I can't I can't use that excuse, you know? And that's like we all gods, you know. And that's the way the divine reminder the Sphinx is a representation of, you know. That's what it's that's what it's for. I love that. And what's the meaning behind the number seven? Mm -hmm. What you say, sis? I said, and what's the meaning behind the number seven? The seven. Oh yeah, seven is the God number, you know. And um, so you know, I say Sphinx God seven. Um, I I had the seven ultimately ultimately to just um highlight just really a power like you know that the the number seven really just the God number and um knowing that you know Islam is mathematics like. That's that's the God number. Anytime you see that seven, you know it's gonna be a lot. You gonna start seeing a lot of sevens. That's like it's something that I'm putting in like fruition. It's like a gestation process. Like you know that's going you gonna be seeing a lot of that 
coming towards in the future. It's not gonna be just oh Sphinx got you. That's seven. Oh, that's bro. You know, and we're gonna yeah. be pushing it real heavy. It's just in due time. I love that. And, you know, I, I just want to encourage the audience, if you all have any questions for him, please feel free to go in the comment exactly. section. We definitely ask those questions. So this is an open space. This is our podcast collectively. So right. welcome to Entrance You, where it's all of us and we're all listening. So one of the things you said was, you know, like growing up in the trenches and when you're in the trenches, mm -hmm. it seems like there's certain code and there's certain things that go on. Can you, you know, paint the picture of like what what do the trenches look like? Because, you know, the good thing about, you know, the, the rise up, right, is that so often, like, we see you in your suit and we don't right. know what what the the other version of you and who you've, we right. know who you've become, but we don't know who we, you were. So what was right. that truth like? So, so the um, question, so what's the question? I want to be, I want to be, that what you said. So what, like what who were you in the trenches and what was the mm. environment like around you before before the nation or it like, can be before that or whenever before now. so before it was like they, they used to call me like they used to call me queasy that was my street name like and you know it meant like it meant like really like i was real authentic but it was like but then when you look at it it's like that means sick and i knew like it was like fear behind it like it was a fear-based name you know because Growing up in a growing up in a like you know growing up in the hood, you want to express your unique ability. So I already knew when it comes to the culture, like the, the consciousness, how I was perceived at a young age. Like you light skin, you can't fight. You light skin, you can't protect your girl. So the first thing I said I'm about to learn how to do is fight. You know, the first thing I'm about to learn how to do, you know, is express myself. You know, in a in a way where as though, oh, I'm an alpha and got nothing to do with my complexion. So a lot I was getting banked growing, growing, growing up, I was getting banked, knowing that was the perception of a light-skinned black male. You get what I'm saying? So growing up, they was like, he crazy. Like, they was the wild child. I was getting that type of thing. Like, this be crazy. Like, you know, and then not having that father there to show me, like, to show me how to move as a young man and the testosterone, that, that God energy. I know how to use it. So it was more so on us. It was in a savage state. And um, I made my presence be known real early. So now when I made that shift, like, you know, I was always in intelligence. I was always in a, you know, I grew up around like the 5%. My uncle was a 5%er. So it was like, when I heard him speaking on him teaching, I'm like, oh, you, you're doing this. You talking about how, how, how big the earth is, how much the, how much the land is, 57,255,000 square. I'm like, oh, oh, you know, you, you, you like, you shaking my mind up because you're doing this illegal stuff. You're in the trenches, but you notice you have all this information. And when I started taking that and I made the actual shift, like, you know, I'm going to join the brotherhood. It became a thing like they already knew, but it was a different trial. So now when I'm in the trenches, like they used to never call me nigga when I was in the streets. But when I started joining the nation, that was like, nigga, what's up, dummy? Like before I was, when I had the locks and I was out here with, you know, on that time, I was on Demon Time, he wasn't calling me that. But now it's a whole different trial. Now I'm clean. We want to see if you really like that. Do you really love us? Because when you was out here, bro, we know we know how you was, bro. So now it's like a respect thing. It was like I had to go through that trial where I was like laughed at and mocked and oh, he's selling the final call newspaper. Like I'm and it's building my character up. Like Muhammad really making me a man. I'm like, golly, this is it may seem minuscule that I'm selling I'm selling a final call newspaper, but it's really doing something to my 
my my mind. You feel me? Whereas it's breaking that nigga, it's chopping it down. It's like it's this bigger than you. Nobody care about how if you know how to fight, if you know how to rap, if you if you are handsome. Nobody care about none of that. You feel me? Like and that that transition of like really being in the trenches is like so genuine because even when we was around old block, like we was really in there and like before we went to the back, the people was like, you know, y'all y'all helping us. We gave you know showed them some love to children. He said y'all gonna need a strap to go back there. That's where in the middle of the oh, it's because called old block is the oh right. In the middle is the like where it's going down. We went back there like we strapped with love, you know. So when me, Reza, Golden Child, Marquise, we went back there. It's like it was like we was home for real. And they was shocked, like, damn, y'all not preaching to us. Like, but it was like I was I got it was like it was like I was comfortable, but I wasn't because I know how I know that I know they feeling, you know? And it's it's really that thing where it's though it's a, it's really a blessing. Sometimes it can make me upset and angry. You know, I get dissatisfied, like, bro, you seeing me striving to make the change, like I'm not perfect. Come on. However, I just gotta be thankful to a lot that I was able to even make the change and then you know embrace that, you know. Yes. Okay. I love that. Thank you so much. And as you were speaking, it just, one of the things that you said, it, it makes me really want to prompt to ask you, Mm -hmm. what did the call sound like for you when you knew it was time for you to change? You're going at it. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) Since you're going there, the call. When I heard that trumpet. When did I hear that trumpet? Uh, I was um, I just I was in the streets, right? And I was just in, out there, and stuff kept happening. Like my deceptive intelligence was at an all-time high. Like if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna try to tweak that. And it was not my nature. Like it wasn't my purpose. Like I always knew music. I always did music. You feel me? And it was a thing where though I was in the streets. I was on drugs, drugging hard, right? Running around with guns, right? Listen, I, to the point where though, I knew I know how to fight, right? However, it was getting so bad in Baltimore, where though I'm calling when people gonna get killed. Like, I'm really like, bro, Mike, is that's him? And we'll go around the corner, it'd be him, like because of the climate. I'm like, why is a God even allowing me to know that that's happening in that syntax, that scientific order? Like, I'm not being braggadocious. I'm just like, that's my, yeah, bro, that's him. And then they started getting like it started getting crazy. Like, damn, I'm hitting him on the nose, like. And the thing about it, when the beefs was going on, I was always the one that can go to both sides and like be able to do what I want. Like I can, I can hustle right here. I can chill right here. I know y'all into it, but y'all know who I am. And I knew like, if that's the case, why well, don't have that much influence to do, like, you know, to get the people to do something positive. And then God just started showing me like stuff, stuff just kept happening to me. I started getting in car accidents. You know what I'm saying? And as when the, the when I'm looking at it, I'm like, I got in a car accident. And when I look when I look at the situation, I'm like, it could have been so much bad worse, you know? Yeah. And I'm starting to look at all of these situations. And when I'm looking at all these situations, I'm just like, you know what? I always knew the I always knew the nation was it though. Like it ain't it's like if a person in the trenches, like when you're thinking about men, manhood, and you thinking about, you know, nation of Islam, you see the the menace when you see Malcolm, you're like, oh, this is it, right? I'm like, I gotta give myself a chance because I could have a look, I could be known in the streets, I could have broke the little street cycle of, you know, the stigma of light skin being weak, but now he's tough, right? Street cred. But what if I die? What if somebody shoot me and I'm bleeding? I'm like, I got these locks, I'm handsome, right? I got this drawer, I'm getting this money in the streets, but 
I ain't fulfill my purpose. Yeah, bro, got if the women was really attracted to him, and he really knew how to dance, he really knew how to fight, he really was standing that business, he really showed love, he always gave people money, but I didn't fulfill my purpose. So I'm like, man, I'm cutting my hair, I'm going to join the nation, you know. And you know, the call was really like stuff just kept happening. Like it, it was, anyway, I can't say it's bad, you know. It was just the darkness was manifesting stuff that's like, like that's not your purpose. That's not your purpose, and you know it's not your purpose. Keep getting locked up, but it could be worse. Oh, but you're not, but you're not getting a, you know, the worst sentence. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in my own way. So then I went to rehab. Actually, I'm going to rehab. And I had money. It wasn't like I was running people that's out on a block, unfunctional. I had money. I had a car. You know, it was just like I'm gonna do this for myself to clean my mind up first. Let me put the drugs down first, and let me thug it out. And I went by thug it. I mean, like really, like be tough and go through this process. And I went through that first process. And after that, it was, it was no turning back. Like, it was no turning back. I've li been listening to the minister, but I knew, like, when the minister said this in the last point, he said, this was this. Uh, he was like, it was in, it was like in the 70s or the 60s. He was in New York. He said, the drug addict, that's the best one. I'm looking at this black man like, what? He said, he said, they, they not, Ooh, by spirituality or religion, you know, they know something wrong, and I, that's how I felt. And he was like, See, it's one thing to know it's gold there, right? And but it's another thing to know how to dig it out. And he was basically saying, like, It's one thing, all of everyone has a gift, but it's a total different process when you know how to cultivate it, you know. And then I started thinking, like, What tools to use, when to use them, how to use them, how sensitive, how gentle you got to be. And when he said that, I knew, I mean, you know what, this way I'm going, I'm going here. So that's what it was, sis. It was just Yay. that chastisement. You know. I love that. You know, it reminds me of a quote that Arthur Ashe once said. He said, mm -hmm. not all gold glitters. Come on. And, and it was just like, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, because it, it doesn't matter whether it shines or not. It's the substance of the of the right. thing. And it's like, even in your testimony, someone said, Kamisha Stokes says, great testimony, bro. And you do a lot of things, sis. my mom said, God saw him as the perfect servant. Mm, praise be to Allah. Amen. And it's just, it's so amazing because you could have saw that two different ways, but mm -hmm. you chose to see it in a way where you had this increased awareness where it was mm -hmm. like wide open and you were like, okay, something has to be done. And I just yeah. often wonder how many times does it take to have that emotional impact and that e those things that happen to you in the world in order for you to finally change, you know? And yeah. how is it in your, like, even in your environment, you talked about you changed because it was a personal change. Did you end up changing? I know you said you went to rehab, but what did that mm. rehab look like for you? Mm, mm, mm. It was more so, it was like I had to kill my ego, you know. It was like, it was, the rehab helped, right? But it was more so like, I knew that, let me just get my mind clear. Because withdrawals, I'm look, I know what withdrawals can come with withdrawals trying to quote unquote self-medicate as a black man, no one really understanding. Like, you know, I was really too much. I was the rebel. Like, you're not about to tell me this don't is not true. And I don't care if you my aunt, my mother, my grand, if this you lying to me, I'm not respecting. So mm -hmm. it was more so like, let me clear my my mind and my my not you know how people say it's all a mind thing. That's not true. Because to say that is to say God is a spook. It's physiological changes you go through. You could say something to me right now, right? 
and I can have a chemical change in my head can raise on my body. So when I'm going through these withdrawals, I already know that it's not just your mind, it's your body too. You get what I'm saying? So I had to put myself in a conducive environment because I was well known, you know? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take myself where I know I'm going to be uncomfortable, you know? And when I went there, it was like I had to detox, not just from the drugs, but from my own, my own, my environment, you know, mm -hmm. because I already know how I am and I had to get uncomfortable and I, and I was, you know, I was scared because I'm like, dang, you know, I'm used to this, but the rehab I went to was so close to where I stayed at. So it was like shocking. And I'm saying all these people come from different parts of the city, different parts of Maryland. Like, and they like, when they leave, they going to go back and do the same thing. I'm looking through my window, saying my homeboy that I used to get high with and be in the streets with, they walking, I'm looking through my window, they walking, going to get blunts. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at them like, dang, God, really? Shape, I'm really going to go through this. And they can't hear me. I'm looking right through the window, like, going through withdrawals. And I'm and the person beside me, he got the same drug that I was taking. He, I'm looking at myself. As he in the bed, no, I'm looking at him like, that's me. And the pain dishes, like, this enemy will put that, them, them drugs out there for you. And you would think that, you know, it's just, it's just a drug. But guess what? You know what else it is, too? It's the music. Now I got the music. The music is my hypnosis. Now I'm listening to the music. The, the drug addict mentality being, you know, made cool. Mm -hmm. That's the, I'm not listening to my mother, my father. I'm not listening. I don't care about this. When I put these earphones in my head and these waves go through my frequency and my spirit, yeah, we here. Ain't nothing you can do about it. If you ain't monitored it then, you ain't monitored it now. I'm going rebel because I see the world attracting to it. And I want to be I want to be attractive. And, the, you know, I want to win. You know, nice. so it was just one of them things where it's though, yeah, this is what it's, you know, that, 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 that pain, that pain, of, you know, it'll do something to you. I didn't forgot that question. That's all, you know. No, that was, that, that was it. That was it. And you answered it and it, it switches the gears. I want to talk a minute about mm -hmm. your music and one of your captions that you have put on there is that the honorable, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan said that one rap song is worth 10 sermons. Mm -hmm. What does that statement mean to you? Um, it's, 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 it's pregnant, you know, because it's not even that it's not more powerful. Nothing really more powerful than the word of God. You get what I'm saying? But it's where as though it's more powerful because power has a lot to do with, you know, consistency, time, velocity, you know, um, accuracy, right? When you're talking about with true power, right? You're going to keep hearing this, this, this thought music, this gangster music all day. Like, you're not going to be, you know, and it sound good. See, the other part, we forget that these beats sound good, and they sound good. They got auto-tune now, like, and we all have that, that lower frequency in us that's natural. We have all had the natural sex frequency that the natural, the natural frequency of wanting to be loved, and, and this is all you getting. You ain't get no more rock M. You're not getting no more KR. You're not getting none of that. You're not getting no balance. You're not getting no Nas and then Jay Z. You're getting dope, 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 sex, 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 right? Money, mm -hmm. money, money, twerk, twerk, twerk. You don't see no high civilization. We don't even see sisters like you on an interview with their head covered. That's a lot in this world. Mm. That's a lot. That's not little. People trying to, if you understand attraction and you understand potency, when you see a sister head cover, oh yeah, somebody care about her. Off the rip. Ain't no, I can't just slap her and I'm going to get away with it. You know? Mm -hmm. She got a fault. She, she believe in God or something. I ain't about to play with her. 
I done been in the trenches and we seen sisters covered up when I wasn't on the dean, like even striving. Oh yeah, we, watch out. I'm making, bro, watch out. You know, in school, he touched my heat jam. I'm about to trash the whole basketball. What? He like, oh, he not playing, but I'm not. Cause that's the lad, like the sister, that's the 75% and she trying. Don't even jump out there. Cause I, you know, you would die. Like I ain't, you know, and that's how I always carried it. Like I could be doing wrong, but I never played like I was right. Like, oh, we we getting we getting the pills, that's suicide. We smoking weed, that's suicide. Well, anybody play, you know. So it's one of them things where it's though like when I hear about how powerful music is in a, a song, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about culture. I'm thinking about how this this music is just a message and how this message is being post produced and at the rate it's being produced. You know, you got conscious sisters very few like you. You got conscious brothers very few like myself, right? But it's not being highlighted as much like. If anything, you should do a million views. No problem. Because it's positive. And God loves positivity. He loves truth and freedom, justice, and equality. When everybody see this, everybody should share it. It shouldn't be no, oh, she thinks she better. It shouldn't be no jealousy, right? Oh, he's saying the truth. He really from the trenches. I should just repost it. No, it don't work like that. You got to still, you still got to put, yeah, you got to still sacrifice. And that's what, that's what the music is so important because it's like, if sisters was rapping about what you doing, you would be, you would blow easy right if brothers was doing what i'm what i'm rapping about i would blow easy i fit the market but guess what we don't fit the market so you know what we gotta do we gotta we all we gotta become the market and we gotta be just how confident you are you gotta keep that same energy and it might take two years and it might take seven but when it's, it's happening now though you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's what i think when the minister say the music he's saying the culture he's mm-hmm. not just saying the sound bite because this, because women, women and men, we we have frequency, we vibrate, and we and we know who controls these vibrations on the surface, and we have a choice to say, you know what, I know that sound good, I know it's cool, but guess what, the youth don't know how to discern it. Right. So when I get on my platform, I'm 100 against that, you know, because they on this demon time, like they and they don't care, they don't care, they don't care, they apathetic. So it's like I gotta be, I gotta go hard. You know, I got to go hard, I, you know, and, and and my music, my going hard is not like being insensitive. It's more so like, I really know. I know 95% of y'all that's rapping like that don't really know what's on the other side of this. When you know, when you see that, when you see your mother getting high, you get what I'm saying? And the drug, you want to kill the drug dealer. But then you grow like, hold up, he getting praised. Do I got to become the drug dealer? Do I, my mother, you know, my friends, they've been up to the drug dealer. Hmm, you us. And but these these are so these but these rappers they saying, yeah, my mother ain't do nothing for me. They bluffing. A lot of them be bluffing, like, you know, and it's like a thing where it's though I gotta stand on my post. Yeah, I love that. Like just everything you said was packed, you know, with just like becoming the market, like what Kamisha just said, becoming the market and mm-hmm. setting that new standard. Because when when you do change and you do evolve, it's like you end up meeting new people and being around people who start to think like you. How was that letting go of your, or or was there a letting go of your friends from that you were you know doing drugs with and doing all those mm-hmm. things the with, yeah. stay connected or, go? Mm-hmm. and what else i feel like you're saying something else my- yeah like how did you stay connected but yet still disconnect like you keep I mean, a disconnect right now 
Like I'm right, I'm out in the trenches right now. But the thing is, it's like how I stay connected is well, how I let go first. I'm answering the, the order you gave it, right? Because it matters, right? It it's not them. They're verbal. They me for real, right? It's not that it's not them. It's my mind, my brain is messed up. Yakuba is really intimate. The devil is really in my mind. Like we used to feeding off of wicked and trick knowledge. So I have to learn how to discern. I have to study. I have to read. People, we're not talking about no YouTube scholarship. Right. I'm getting around brothers that's really cut like that. Like my uncle, he was cut like that. You know, I'm talking about far study, you know? And it's like, whoa, I really don't know what these words mean. Like one day I got an argument with a um a close friend of mine, and it was a it was a woman, and um when when I we got in an argument, and it may seem like a regular petty argument. I said, not I, and I shed some tears because it was like, dang, I really don't know how to put these conjunctions together. You feel me? Like, I really played in third grade. I really played in sixth grade. You know, I really didn't see myself, you know. I seen all these white greats and all that, but I, I really didn't care about this this English. <laughs> and not knowing how to fully express myself out of love, it was like, God, hey, I got to learn this. Because connotation, right? We got to... Our people are in pain felt, and we we have a uh, we come from a native tongue. Whereas though, when we dialogue and we can use ebonics because it's our nature to have say short things to say a lot, right? I love you, you know, keep it real, right? So Christian words mean a lot, right? It don't mean that we're into uh, stupid. It's just our nature and our oh our original tongue was a short and straight to the point. It wasn't a whole bunch of trick knowledge. When you get to the English, it means so many different definitions and have so many meanings in different timings. So. You know, we are a colloquial type of people. Whereas though, if our dialogue is negative, what's up, my nigga? What's up, dummy? Right? Some people call themselves bees and all that, like bitch, like down soft, right? And it doesn't mean disrespect. But the thing is, that's a lie. You get what I'm saying? I got to separate from that. Because when I'm coming in, you know what I mean. It ain't about what you mean. I know exactly what you, literally, I exactly know what you really mean, right? And you don't know what it really means. And if you wait it, you won't be acting the way you act. And so I had to really say, you know what? I got it. When I leave out this house, I'd be willing for people to call me dummy, call me nigga. And I got to know how to handle that properly, you know, because that colloquial means conversational and connotation means feelings associated with words. That's not definition. Right. How I feel. I feel like you disrespected me. I got disrespected my whole life. My father disrespected me. My mother disrespected me. I've been neglected. I don't even know who God is. I don't, you know, you're disrespecting me, right? But we got to get more caught into or feed onto denotation, the definition of the words, right? And mm -hmm. etymology, these origins. So we now can properly make a proper assessment of what these people mean. Like you said, when I, when I separate from my homeboys, I know what they mean. So now I'm not taking it personal. You get what I'm saying? And I'm going to check them properly because they really don't know. Just like I really didn't know. And who wants to say I'm stupid or I don't know? Nobody wants to, you know. So I feel like the letting go piece was me letting go of my ego and thinking I have to co correct people in the way I want to correct them. No, no, bro, that you you was right, but you hurt their feelings. Why not hurt their feelings this time? Cause they, you know, cause they hurting for real, for real. So that's that's where more so as far as the separation, understanding that we're on two different gradients. If you know something at the twelfth grade level, it's about the black woman's femininity, and a sister think femininity is like a part of like smelling good and looking good. You can't talk to and tell her about pH balance and you know what these fruits mean and see the fruits. She might that was how that connected to femininity. And if you come off and respond to her like she tripping because she don't know, 
you're wrong. You get what I'm saying? And we have to go in knowing, like, just because God allow us to see once, once we see, we were once blind. Let's let's try like we we understand the blind. Never make it seem like they, you know, speak in Chinese. Like, no, I feel you. However, you ever think about, you know, and I'm learning that every day. I keep running. <laughs> I love that. So it's it's That's like you become, you become the teacher. Right. And and you you are now, it's almost like you're now basically in the works of helping other people not be blind anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's painful. It's painful. You seen the Matrix? Yeah, I have seen the Matrix. Then when he seen it, what really happened? He, oh, what a doc. Like he was really feeling it. Like because you go through an identity crisis, everything you didn't was told, like everything was a lie. Somebody got to be able to tell you, no, not everything. However, majority, right? Because you mm -hmm. still got that God essence in you. It was just, we were just made so inside out that, you know, we haven't really learned how to accept the fact that we were made dumb, deaf, and blind. Like a person, I was made dumb, deaf, and blind. Hey, bro, you did that back in the day with them? Yeah, I was dumb. I didn't know myself. You can't hold it against me. I can't hold it against you. Because that means I'm still attached to, I'm not attached, connected to it, whereas the way I have some true value over where I'm at now. No, that's not it, you know. So I have a question. So mm -hmm. it's only, so you're going back to these to these old environment or not even old mm -hmm. environments, but a mental mental I, I guess a mental state in different environment. But like yeah. when you go back to these places where you basically once were mm -hmm. and still are and you're in the community, how yeah. do you keep that? peace within yourself and that calmness of mind even if someone is trying to like let's say trigger you or mm -hmm. they're doing things that they know could upset you like how do you because that I think is a lot of why people don't go back is because they're afraid to be triggered or they're afraid to you know what I mean so how do you keep that that question is so powerful I first I gotta say that. that's a powerful question um it's knowing that, you know, God gave me a gift. Allah has given all of us gifts. You get what I'm saying? And delving into your gift, like I'm paraphrasing what the, the messenger said. He said, if you're tired, work. If you're sick, work. If, you, if, you, if you're upset, work. If you're anxious, work. It didn't mean work financially only. It also meant spiritual work. Studying's work, right? Cleaning your house is work. Making music is work. You creating this podcast is a real work. You get what I'm saying? And understanding that this is a gift, not going in like, you know, this is a hobby. I'm just doing this to do it. No, this is the gift. You know, this is how I'm helping my people. And never let the world tell you, oh, no, that's not valuable because you don't have a master's degree. Because you don't have a, because you don't have a quote unquote LLC or because you're not making X amount of dollars in a world full of uh, materialistic people where they just see number. Where if you made, if you got a, a 4,000 increase from last year, you should congratulate yourself and not compare yourself to the person that just made $4 billion on, on Forbes because you compare, compare on your happiness. You might not have, you might didn't have what they had. You get what I'm saying? And some, we be seeing, we be watching other people so much on the social media that we forget, I really do have a gift. You get what I'm saying? Because these people living in a wicked lifestyle are make you think, hey, I'm really not, I'm not supposed to be a millionaire. No, your time gonna come. 
you know, it's bigger than millions. You, when you got the people, you're, you're, you got the people, and they and they know that you form, you know, and you're not just caught off a of title and sexism and names. It it it, it grooms you to when you get the big dollars and you see the big name, you like you're not surprised. You're not idol worshiping. That's character. So knowing you got a gift when you don't make the money you want to make and you're not in a space or have the social influence that you have right now that you desire to have because there's nothing wrong with that. It's natural, right? Because you want people to hear that message. You would love for it to be a million people on here, 500,000 people on here, right? Because you want people to hear the message. It's not because we clout chasing or because we, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's the thing where what we're doing right now is God's work. And nobody can't nobody can tell me that. Nobody can say, oh, yeah, that was, that was cool. Yeah. You won't get it probably later. You can get it later, or you're gonna get it when you need to get it. You know, that's not my business. My business is to give you the message. That's my business, you know. And that's what keep me peaceful because I know like what we're doing is something, it's something is God's work. And I ain't we ain't doing it for the enemy, you know. We're not doing it. We ain't we ain't saying saying, yeah, you know, we about to go party. Yeah, what you doing Friday night? You got the Bible, you sponsored by who the, no, we're not talking about none of that crap. You feel me? Yeah, that's the culture shift though. That's the beauty of the piece. The culture shift is knowing I'm fighting. Like my, when I record them brothers, them brothers might not never sell drugs because they said I was on this platform and I, I'm, I'm really putting off my city. Like, nobody never did that for me. Where's those somebody that's known in the community really big boy camera? What y'all doing? And it really showed me love, you know? So that's that's what the piece coming with me. I don't have to be happy and blissful. Like I know what we live in, you know? But I know we doing the work, sis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you how do you build legacy while in while in the trenches? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You build legacy in the trenches by like just how you build legacy anywhere else. You build yourself first. You save yourself first. Sometimes we want we want to jump out there and no, don't do this and don't do that, right? And tell people what not to do and what to do, right? Work on yourself first. What I mean by that is don't be so quick to teach. I, I'm just getting here. I've been I've been studying the teachers for a minute, and I've been going to the mosque for like three years straight. You know, and one of my first songs was you know telling the brothers, "Black man, you're not a nigga," and like it was it did good, but I had to realize like why it didn't feel natural to me because it was like a thing where it's though I'm still the nigga still coming up out of me every day, you know. So let me speak into my testimony. Let me not hide from them what really happened. I don't I'm don't want to, but I say that to say like and build a legacy. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. Mm. And vulnerable is being honest with self first, not caring what no one else thinks about it. You get what I'm saying? Because if you do, if you feel like you're not vulnerable, you're really vulnerable. You know? Like, you feel, I'm good. I'm strong. I'm strong. No, I'm hurting right now. I'm about, I'm about to cry. Because if, if you don't know how to deal with that and express that, that throat chakra, you might, you might go kill yourself. You might go hurt yourself. You might go get in a car accident and be like, you angry. You might, you never know. You feel because you fight this battle and you just didn't have a space to express. You fight you had the safe space to express it. You got to make yourself the safe, the safe space, the safe landing strip. Because guess what? God don't pick everybody. Like the minute, I don't lose I say, he may just pick you. You got to go through this. Job had to go do it. What makes me, what makes me special? What makes you unique and special in the eyes of God is you going through the, the suffering gracefully, you know, and not cursing nobody out. Not, you know, we have our moments, but really, like, to lead our legacy is how it's not just that I'm in the trenches and that, no, when you, I guarantee if you come around and you ask 25 people or 40 people how Brown Rick on is, 
40, 35, I'm going to say, man, he, he, he one of them. Like, he, he, spend, he take the time. He spend the time. He really care, you know? Intervening with beefs and all that. Family members about to kill each other. Friends trying to, and I'm really there. But I got that training from a man. And that legacy is taught. Legacy is taught. You don't just get it, you know? Yes. The only one is Louis Farrakhan. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. Legacy is a, is a connective thing. If I'm saying so, I, you know, want people to worship me. Yeah, sis, you know, I just had to, you know, stop the drugs. And I'm bluffing, trying to get idol worshipers, right? And not lead them to the source. I'm going to get, I'm, I know the chastisement coming. No, I would literally be nothing if it wasn't for the most honorable, the master father Muhammad, a long person, raising up our honorable Elijah Muhammad, the exalted Christ, and raising up honorable Louis Farrakhan, the divine Ramadan. If it wasn't that syntax, it would be no me. I would be in somebody's jail system, and I'm not afraid to admit it. You can't pay me no money to say, oh, no, because there's no legacy then. Because I would have been scared. I was moving out of fear. The thing about these brothers out here in the trenches, why they don't play with me? Because they know it's a fair frequency. And I'm coming to you smiling. I don't know how to smile at you. Speaking positive, I would get angry with you and say, it's the right thing. But the minister was showing me, he's showing me, no, you got to treat him like this. You know? that's So if I learn from him, that's that's the legacy. That's the only is is only attached is attached to man. Your legacy is attached to a man. It's not no, we're not getting no feminist spookiness, right? right. I, when Allah bless you with a great husband, right? That legacy go on because the mind of men, you know, attached to a mind of a woman. In a family, man and woman is you can't separate them two. You get what I'm saying? So the minister, the message is like a woman. He's shaping me up, like I'm, I'm, I'm like a baby, and I'm being, they raising me up to become a young black god, right? And then be the god for another woman, a wife, so then she can raise them up properly, right? And I can go do the mission. We can, you know, get Satan up out of here. But legacy is always tied to man, because man is mine, and the woman is the womb. That's the birth. That's extra birth. That woman part, that womb. That's that's the that's the nation right there. The man is the mind, but the multiplication, the the, the multiple, the, the multiple can you know, is based on the woman. So you know, it's it's always knowing I need to be following the right man. You know, I, I, don't, I don't follow no man. You're lying, bro. I do. You know, when I no, you're lying. You follow somebody type of man. You're following the devil. You're following God, and you may jump on both tracks, but just know who you're following. Yes. Yes. And I feel like through the action, you can always tell who's following who and or who's following what. And it's right. like you can have the same powers, but that action is showing who you serve and who you follow. Yep. And I remember it reminds me of like I remember I had a friend and he was like, you know, because I was like, oh, I'm about to go off. And I'm like, no, 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 don't go off. And I was like, I need somebody to convince me right now. Why I shouldn't go off, you know, and it was like that reflective moment where I knew I needed other people. And I was like, look, I need y'all to just help me from not, you know, because when someone doesn't act in integrity, that's something that like, it just like, it triggers me. And I'm like, yo, you did that on purpose and you didn't have to do that. And it's like, okay, you know what? Somebody convinced me. And this is what one of my friends said. He said, you know, your your response or reaction is your karma. Yeah. And I was like, oh, let me be selfish right now because I don't want the karma. I don't want it. Right. Like, how how can how can we focus on that, like on that 
like in result and in, in inspire in a sense people to do better. Cause you can have someone mm-hmm. who is like, I want a better situation and they may say they want it, but, and then you put them in the right environment, you, the money's there, everything's there, there and they're able to help themselves. Mm-hmm. But then they go back to what they know because it's mm-hmm. comfortable. No, how do you prevent that from happening? How does that even happen? Mm. So to to probably, you know, to probably inspire is really to know when you're talking to that person, right? You know that you're not coming out of ill intent. If you say something offensive, right, be humble enough to apologize. Mm. That's how you know you come out of good intent. If you offend someone truly and they and you can feel it, they don't got to say it. Because you know. You can be able to apologize. apologize. That, that was the wrong word choice. You know? Because we be wanting to teach people, and sometimes we're not the best teacher. We're not qualified. Sometimes I gotta know, am I qualified to, to open my mouth in, in this in this setting? Am I qualified to speak on this topic? Can I defend it in all realms? If I can't, I may be not, I should keep my thoughts to myself or do some more studying on it. Because when I want to probably inspire someone, my goal is not to make them angry with me. I shouldn't be fighting with them with words or action. So inspiration comes from, you know, saying, do I fully understand this subject matter, this person? If you don't fully understand, you know, if you don't, listen, if you, if you, and I'm just going there, if you fully, if you don't fully understand what it means to be physically abused, sexually abused, don't be so, don't be so um, arrogant and speaking on the condition of the black woman. Don't, t- don't be so arrogant about how, about how you how you talk about it, or you know, if you never been if you never been uh in the trenches where people getting shot at and things of that nature, and you seeing drug addicts all the time, don't talk about what's wrong in the hood if you don't fully understand, because you may know the technical book smart part of it, but you may not be you may not understand fully why they the way they are. You might not really love them, you know. You you might have resentment towards them, and if deal with that resentment first. Before I can talk about a woman, I got to deal with the resentment I had for my mother. Mm. We be thinking we qualify the whole time. We be having trauma. We not even healed from. Sometimes you need to shut up. Like, <laughs> sometimes you, because we always want to teach people what, how we teaching them. We want to teach them how to love. If we not teaching them how to love, it really don't matter. You get what I'm saying? Like you, that's a great question. How do you inspire somebody to change their life and not go back to the same ways? Treat that person just like treat the janitor the same way you would treat the um treat the owner the, the owner of the restaurant because somebody's always watching. You get what I'm saying? So I, for, when it comes to inspiration, I think it's really it's really geared towards like speaking to people out of love, even when they might throw off that negative frequency to you because they'll trigger you. A, a, somebody may see you glowing, see you shine, and you positive, and it's always that person that'll throw that negative frequency out. Don't let them change your channel. You, you, you got to know you out of that chosen tribe. I'm out of that tribe. Why would I let my sister or my brother change my channel and I know they're in pain? I'm in pain too. But if I really want to inspire them, I got to really learn how to handle that gracefully. That's a that's a skill. That's a challenge. And that's how you truly inspire a person. It may not even be rhetoric. It may be like, I, don't, I know you ain't mean that in that way. It's all love. Give me a hug. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, that's my answer to that. Give me the charger. I love that. I love that. And what is the importance of just like, I feel like we're talking a lot about nature. What's the importance Mm -hmm. of the man being in his masculine energy? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what's that point? That point? Oh, you, that, that was the question. That's the question. The end of question right mm-hmm. there. Um, it's 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 imperative because it's, it's imperative because when you talking about masculinity, we get it confused with like like muscles and and body parts, and that's it. You know, physical labor. When really it's bigger than that. It's more geared towards like um mind, the mind. Understanding how to handle power, how to use power. You get what I'm saying? Um, your health, your physical health matters. Your um, your your look matters. You, you know, and your, your 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 face matter, your body matter, your look matter. All that matters, right? However, your mind. How do I deal with anger? Anger is not a bad thing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's the mother of creation. It's the mother of creation. So, how do I deal with the anger? Mm, my father wasn't there. I'm gonna deal with that. Am I going to blame all the women? Because I'm gonna blame women because the my my father was a uh, he wasn't active, you know. So it's more so of a thing where is though understanding how do I talk to women even when they're wrong, <laughs> even when they out of order. How do you talk to them? How do you talk to men? Even because it's a different mechanism, you know. So it's all about learning how am I supposed to operate, no matter how people try to trigger me. Because I know I'm gonna be triggered. You get what I'm saying? But manhood is this. No matter what's being said, I have to stand on this square, freedom, justice, and equality. And if I'm not standing on that, I'm I'm not being masculine because children are looking up to me. You know, uh, women are looking up to me. And when and when people are looking, they're not looking for Raekwon or they're not looking for Sister Khadid. They're looking for God. Let me see the truth. Let me see the God in this. Let me see the devil in it. You know, and you want to be that clean glass. So that's the main goal about, you know, being in masculinity because I, w- I was born of a woman, too. I got to start to understand a woman. I have to study her. Got to read some books about women. I got to chat with Dr. Ava Muhammad. I'm reading her books. Like, I'm really, you got to read, look at her lectures. You can't just look at the minister. You know, you got to watch. You got to watch, study the man and the woman and say, you know what? This is how I'm supposed to move, you know, with principle and morals and respect. I love it. I, I love it so much because, you know, so often when, you Excuse know. Me, my phone about to die. I'm about to, um. I'm about to switch. I'm about to switch real quick, but you can keep going. Okay. So often, you know, like even when when I would hear about certain mm-hmm. rhetoric about, let's say, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and I would hear, you know, certain people say certain things, and people would ask me, you know, like, you know, what? Well, what is it about X, Y, and Z? And I would ask. I would say, well, have you ever actually like listened to him, like? by yourself, not just like right. little clips, like actually watch something. And they're like, no, but, and I'm like, no, the, but the, I'm not speaking on anything. You need to go see for yourself right. because you have to understand like, and like you have to understand that people are going to paint out whatever picture, but you have the power to get the full perspective. And I'm not going to take away your power because you have the ability you have your own mind, you know, and you have yeah. the ability to form your own opinion and your yeah. own feelings about stuff. So yeah. how important do you think it is in this culture shift mm-hmm. and how we use the media to showcase ourselves? That's, <laughs> I want to, I want to, I'm trying to get my phone to 1%, right? I'm one. I'm about to switch over right now. On the other one. There we go. Will I be able to switch over? 
Yeah, if you, yeah. It'll just pop up as another one. You, you see it? I'm popping up right now. I'm allowing the access. I'll see you on the other cam. I'm no. right here. I enter the studio. I wanted to die. The switching, right? There you go. There he goes. Backstage, you got it? Yeah, but you're okay. There we go. Great. All right. And we did the great switch, guys. Thank you for rolling Beautiful. with us. <laughs> so, can you uh, repeat that question? My, my apologies for the technical difficulty. Uh, I was just asking along, I, I can't even remember. I was just saying, you know, how important is it that we use the media for our messages and for what we have in this culture shift? It's, it's life or death. It's life or death because it's a digital platform, you know, and we're in a digital era. And what you see is what you get now. So. I can't play on. All right, I just put. I just put myself in the in the, the mirror of the fire, right? I'm an artist, right? And I know the standard of the nation of Islam, right? Suit, bow tie, right? Clean, outside, inside, right? Um, as an artist, I wear fronts, right? I can't play on the fact that okay, if I'm wearing fronts jewelry, that's not that's not the best look. I know that, right? However, my individuality, I. I make music. I'm an artist, right? However, me knowing that I come from the streets and people may say, oh, he's a gangster Muslim. I have to, cl I got to be willing to clarify. I can't let the audience think, oh, he playing both sides. I'm not playing both sides. I'm totally against that. I was in it and I'm totally against it. Don't let no fronts. Don't let, it's like it's the culture, because that's part of the culture, right? Jewelry, my, the, the jewelry I choose to wear, don't let that be a dictation of who I am because of the connotation of what you think culture means or people with fronts or people with these type of haircuts and these type of clothes sell drugs. You get what I'm saying? No, that's not it. And your platform should say that. I can't play on being a gangster and being a Muslim. No, it don't work like that. It don't work. And if you if you confuse the people, they're not going to believe you because you, it's going to show. You get what I'm saying? And that may not yeah. may be, but you don't want to send mixed messages. Like, we don't, like, like for the brothers, we can't send the. I'm, I'm saying for the ones in the trenches and any bro, like oh, trying to be the alpha means being a gangster. No, 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 it doesn't mean that, you know. And for the sisters, you can't be a sexy Muslim. No, don't work like that. You gotta differentiate the two. And the thing is, when one can understand that we're not special, no one's no one's subjected to not being tried or tempted to. You know, get that type of attention, like, okay, I'm tough now, you know, or I'm beautiful and I want to be real attractive. We got to check that on our own time because the youth have low discernment, you know? I mean, no system may not be on no, no bull crap, but that little seven, that 12, you're like, well, she do that and I'm going to rock with that. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you got to go, I got to be just as hard to go against the gangster mentality because people may seem like, oh, look like a gangster. Now, if I sit there and say, how could do they think I look like a gangster? I know exactly how you see these tattoos. <laughs> that's not big dumb you know but make it clear make it your business to make it clear you know because i've been exposed to things that i can't hide my my, my micro expressions won't be able to hide you know so when i respond to certain man it's like no he really from the street i am really from the streets i 
I've really been abused. I've really seen these things and really am dealing with these things. And for sister's beautiful sister, and she oh, she's used to being um, um, subjected to being sexualized, she's, you, as a sister, you got to fight against that. Because the black woman is beautiful by nature. But that don't mean just because you got to teach and learn the truth now that you fully are convicted of that. You know, I still, I still feel ugly sometimes. It's the truth. Let me deal with that. But not don't let me go on social media and portray that I don't. Or that I, I don't and I'm going to subjectify myself to sexual innuendos. Because a person that really knows how attraction works, you know what sexual innuendos is. You have to guard that. Men and women. You get what I'm saying? Because children feed off of that. You feed, they are in the trenches. That's all they see is sex, drugs, and money. So when they see the frequency, they own it. Don't play. If you play dumb, you act yourself right. Don't do that. Don't do that because they, you know, that's like that's really important. So it's like the question that's so powerful because it's like we do have responsibility. Guess what? This show can pop any day now. That's how I look at it. That's like it's popping as we, you know. So when they go back, they gotta, you gotta, you know, they gotta know like our sisters. She really standing on principle because they already going in on the looking for the devil. Yeah. The devil. Yeah. Or the devil. They're trying to weigh it. So. I have to be ready to clarify at any given time because I, I may know the energy I may give off may come off like that to you. You get what I'm saying? And so I feel like it's, that's that's yeah. the yeah. I know not exempt for better feel. Yes, I love that. I absolutely love that, and I've enjoyed this interview. Can you believe we're at 57 minutes already? So it, it's Excuse been. Me, I said, can you believe it's been 57 minutes already? And it's just oh, been yeah, so Yeah, it's I think it's I think it's cutting out on your end just a little bit. Can you hear me though? Uh-oh. Okay, so he's gonna come back in in a second. But just hearing his story, hearing his, his overcoming, hearing the things that he's went through to be able to go forward, that's what, that's what Entrance You is all about, is listening to these stories, sharing these stories with one another. If you feel like you've gotten a message today, please, please, please share this with your family and friends. Please share this on your pages, just because someone else might need to hear what has been said today. Somebody might need to hear what the reality is. How, how do we learn, right? How do we learn ourselves? And one of the things that he was really touching on towards the end of our conversation was that, you know, there's always going to be those triggers. There's always going to be those people who have something to say, and it's about how you choose to respond to it. And are you going to act in a godly way, or are you going to act in a devilish way? Welcome back. Welcome back. We back. We back. <laughs> so I wanted to wrap things up. As I, as what I said earlier was, can you believe it's been it's been an hour now? Yeah. So I wanted to say thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your mindset because that is the thing that you know is gonna I believe save our people is the mind. 
and if we can get that mind back and come on in and cultivate that, then I know that we'll definitely be in a better space. So I want to thank you for doing your work and doing what you do. Are there any Absolutely. last things you'd like to say before you leave? Absolutely. My, um, my final words would be really, um, one, I would like to, you know, thank you for uh, being so courageous on taking this mission on. Because this is it's heavy. I know it's heavy for a sister to, you know, be courageous enough to really build them connections that should already be there. You know, on the men's behalf, like we should already have that set up. You get what I'm saying? So you're doing the work, you're doing a very powerful work, you know, you're not compromising. So I, I really respect that about you. Um, I appreciate the opportunity. And um, one thing I will say for the closing statement also is that anyone on on this on this live stream a live feed we should we we need to become the community you know so everybody oh hey we should we should strive to you know follow each other on social media we might not be at the same place geographically all at the same time however if we support each other right if you're doing something positive shout out to Tom you know the flip project it's my little bro if you don't I'm gonna post it I support it right we need to be there for each other because it's not it's a lot of people, that's why we respect the negativity because they so on it. They support each other on the negativity. We got that same energy. That's what the culture shift about. You get what I'm saying? All right, well, sis going on. Man, was, I, she, yeah, go check my sister out. It ain't no in-betweens. Right? Go just drop the song. That's my, my bro. That's my song. Like, you know, that's our song. You know, it need to be that energy. And when it's that energy, that unity, that love, uh, just the positivity, not, not you know, saying I got to agree with everything, but Brother Isaiah told me one time, um, you know, you eat the fish and you smell the bones. And it's what the brothers, sister doing isn't going to help the, the betterment of our community. If so, I'm, I'm sharing it. I'm supporting it. You get what I'm saying? Let's stop. Let's stop. With all this fake, woke, um, fake, I'm some positive. I'm better. Ego trip. No, let's get all that. Because nobody made it. You know, nobody literally, quote unquote, made it yet. You know, and the only way to get there is through unity. And that's what the culture shift is all about. Wow. I, it has been so refreshing. And I don't know how it's been for everyone else, but it's been very refreshing to hear you and to, it's just a fresh, it's like dipping your mind in cool water on a hot day. So that's how I can describe it. And where can people follow you? Um, you can follow me at um, SpaceGuard7. Um, it's S-P-H-I-N-X-G-O-D-7, uh, Facebook and Instagram. And if you really want to support me um, on, a, on a more personal level, because you see that I can, whatever I'm doing that God allowed me to do, Allah allowed me to do, um, it's helping you. What do you need to do? You have other people. Um, you can text me. I have, a, I have a text. I have a, a number that you can connect with me and I can send you exclusive music, um, emails, through emails, um, I can see you exclusive merch, and just, you know, stay connected outside of this rap. I don't have fans. I don't want fans. Because fans are fanatics. I don't want nobody so fanatic to me. I'm not really worship, right? I want family. I want a network. You know what I'm saying? So anybody on here I want to build, hit me uh, call me or text me at 410-705-2251. And, Wait, um, say that again? 407- 410 
888-222-2251. It's not a regular text app. It's a super phone app, and it allows you to stay in contact with, you know, your network, your people. And when you text that, I'm going to send a form. You access my contact. So if I may need someone for any reason, I'm looking up interviewers, I find you. So I'm like, well, I need a rapper. I need another interviewer trying to build and get this part. You can make up with this. Oh, bro. I'm trying to get into real estate. All right, boom, boom. Well, let me go to Tom. email this. If you got what you, if I ever get taken off of um, Instagram or social media, you can find me here. You know, shout around Leslie. And that's his app. However, it's a real app. It's not just voice automated. It's, it's real. So, they had a number again. It's, yep. 4107052251. Don't be shy and don't spam. You can talk about real things. Yes. <laughs> and we meet these. We need these. We need more men who are unafraid to speak truth and not just, just I think flexing is the truth. Uh, and if you're not speaking the truth and trying to uplift people, then you really should just sit down and be quiet. Uh, so I think truth is the new sexy and let's keep doing it. Absolutely. Alaikum Asalaam, my brother. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to close out and you can stay backstage if you want to and we can chat after. I'm going to play your song and then we'll do the closing and then we'll head out. So, uh, call, call, call me because the phone is okay. Out. Okay, I'll call you after. Call me. All right. All right, so if you want to hear this song, we're going to go ahead and play it. This is Sphinx God. I'm so excited to play his music. I'm going to go ahead and share it. You can follow him on Spotify. That's where I'm going to be sharing it right now is on Spotify. And let's go ahead and share this music.